Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Keys to the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and we're coming to you live from WEHC 90.7 and WISE 90.5 WISE. I'll be joined momentarily by head football coach Kurt Newsom. And, well, once again, the Wasps made a trip to the Mountaineer State, and this past Saturday they collected their second win in as many weeks. They took on the Bluefield State Big Blues in what one might call, I would call, an unusual game. Once again, we saw the Wasps race out to a three-score lead early in the second quarter. And then we saw, again, terrific defense, and we saw excellent special teams. But then things kind of changed. Uh, the de- offense, we saw an offense that started sputtering and could only manage three points the rest of that, that contest. And we saw some special teams breakdowns that led to scores. But the most unusual thing about it was the weather delays of over, in excess of an hour, and it made for a long afternoon. But in the end, the Wasps came away with a 37-14 win. And, Coach, welcome to the show. There's no such thing as a bad win. No. I mean, it's great teaching tape. When you when you have a win, uh, you know you don't like to teach off a loss, and uh, that's what people do. But it's a lot easier to teach off a win, and I there were a lot of positives out mm, of that oh thing. Yeah. And then you know, the older I get, the more positive I am. You know, when I was a young guy, that was uh, I would have been a lot more upset. But uh, we're heading in the right direction. Well, I'd like to start with the offense. Uh, you guys raced out to a twenty to nothing lead. Uh, Mutter hits uh, Cam Abshire for a 71-yard touchdown pass early in the game, and it looks like here we go again. It's Concord all over. Um, and then, I don't know, did Bluefield State do something, change their defense? Did they disguise some things better and confuse the quarterback reads? Or what What took place there? You moved the ball some, but not anything near that first uh, quarter and first three minutes. Yeah, I, so. I, you know, I think the biggest thing was uh, – in, in the run game, we were uh, not very good on first down. So we had a lot of second and longs, mm-hmm. and, and that puts you in a bind. And then uh, the biggest problem with the game, we had a 100-yard rusher, which you want to have every week. But the biggest problem in the game was we were 6 of 26. And, you know, 6 of 26 and 4 of, uh, say, 17 on third down third or something, something like that. And But – it I I think it's because of the uh, first down problems, you know. It, when we ran the ball on first down, we didn't run it very effectively, and you get way behind the chains on first down, and it's it's hard, yeah. you know. And uh, because you know we had a back that had a, had a hundred yards, as I said. So it it's you know it's a lot of things you can put your finger on, but. Uh, I still feel good about our football team, mm-hmm. and I, I like who we are. And good defensive football teams, uh, are, you know, can play in every game. and And I think we've got a good offensive team. We've played two teams that have said, "Hey, you're not going to run the ball," and dare us to pass. And we've got to do better with uh, with throwing the football and catching the football. Yeah, Mutter came out with a hot hand. I mean, he was three for five in that first quarter with 81 yards and a touchdown to Absher, as we talked about. Uh, I mean, 
And it looked like, you know, here we go again in West Virginia. But gosh almighty, the rest of the game, three completions on on 21 passes. And and as you say, did they have you in a situation where you had to throw and that therefore? Well, we should have thrown. I mean, we needed to because we're RPO and, you mm-hmm. know, that's that's different than a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't com- convert on those type of things. And, uh, you know, they – they had played a different coverage than we were prepared for. We oh, had, good. That's why we, had we had looked at uh, last year's film, and we had looked at uh, this year's film, and uh, then uh, they were in a different coverage. And I don't want to talk about officials, of course, but uh, you know when when they can uh, pull your jersey off when you're running down the field to throw the ball, you know it's hard to throw it. Well, I, <laughs> so, and I, I don't mean that bad because if I was in the NFL, we'd be fined. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I was—I have a place in my notes I wanted to ask you about some things on the officiating, but now Tomate Penn, they just—they just mugged him when he was. There were some fifty-fifty balls that they just—they just took him out. And there was yeah, no. t- just pushed him out of bounds, and so you know, there's there were some things there that I thought we could have had more points with the way they were playing, and you know, they manned us up, and uh, and when when you're not going to get a call and pass interference, and you can do that, then it took away some of the uh, read plays we have with uh, with our receivers and. Uh, so hopefully we're we're getting back to the sack officials this week, and I'm excited about that because I thought that was a, a great upgrade a year ago. I, th- I got a lot of respect for Jack Childress, who's the head of the officials in the SAC conference, and um, they've uh, I, I thought they were much better than the ODAC, and I promise you, I thought they were much better than the CIAA. Well, I have a couple of questions I want to answer on a couple of plays. We'll get to those in a minute. Uh, your ground game, you rushed for 166 yards on 43 carries and, and a nice 3.9 yards per attempt. Uh, in the back of the day, Jaquan Anderson was, uh, as you said, 100 yards on 23 carries and 4.3. He really made some good runs, made some people miss. I thought he was going to break a couple of those for touchdowns and just – He's a special guy, and I think he would like to have a couple runs back when he was in the open field. You know, he's a high school quarterback. He uh, played at UVA-wise, and, you know, the last running back we we had from UVA-wise was pretty good also. So I, that's right, he was, wasn't he? So uh, we've uh, and uh, he he had a really good game. He's a very good zone runner. He's very patient. And gets in there and makes people miss. And uh, with the guys we're playing this week, he may have to make several people miss. What do you think? What about your offensive line? I thought there was some 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 holes there that uh, they opened up. And I think they're playing really well, and it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Uh, as far as our run blocking, we're moving people and mm-hmm. displacing them. And you know that's that's what you have to do as an offensive lineman is try to displace people, and uh, you know we had a couple protection breakdowns, but overall our protection's been good, and mm-hmm. you know I think people are just outnumbering us, and we we're gonna, we're gonna have to throw throw the ball and catch the ball, you know better than we have, and to to 
let people know we can do that. And I, and I know we can. We've got two good quarterbacks. We've got a ton of good receivers. So that's, that's what we've got to do. The uh, two delays, we went to halftime 23-14, and then we got into a weather delay on top of the 20-minute halftime. Um, and then we had another one at one, one minute and 28 seconds, I believe, left in the third quarter. How do you manage that? I mean, I, neither neither offense scored after those weather delays. Now, I know that may be give credit to the defenses, but it, 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 did it, well, they have anything? A, a weather delay is fine when you're in a nice locker room. <laughs> well, yeah. But we're in a 1930 locker room at Mitchell Stadium, and, uh, you know, the it's hot in there, and they said the players couldn't come outside. Because it was a lightning delay. Oh, you! I, I did not know so that. So they and all our players wanted to come outside, and then the coaches' portion, uh, there were just uh, like a thousand flies in there. I mean, I'd say now it looked it little cracker box over, and I, I wondered how you got. I mean, all you guys are in there, and you know the the press box it may look impressive on the outside, but there's. There's there's uh, room for improvement there. No a no C A C up there, and it's very very hot. No, they they uh, it's a tough place to play, especially when you have a delay. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, uh, I've been at places where, you know, you have a delay, and they bring food into the players. And yeah, but well, what I heard today was uh, Notre Dame at NC State. They ordered hot dogs from the concession stand, uh, and and for for their players and. The guy took off and ran 85 yards after a good hot dog. So I don't know what's right or what's wrong. Well, we had a weather delay a few years back in Ferrum. Remember that? Game? Oh my goodness! We, yeah, we we went and ate at their cafeteria. Yeah, they and, and they, they were even, had a great hospitality, and uh, that was that that ended up okay. But now this locker room is uh, not very special yeah. where we were and I, I don't blame anything on anything like that but uh you know you'd, you'd like to be at a better place when you have to keep your whole team in the locker room well you came out that uh on that second half and and like i said sputtered but uh you know like you got behind on the chains got in some throwing situations i want to switch gears and talk about your defense and we're going to do that right after uh, a short pause for, and hear from our underwriters. So we'll be right back, folks. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, heritage-inspired, full-bodied cider varieties made with Southwest Virginia apples that are pressed in-house and fermented on-site. Award-winning ciders in the new tap room, located in the Abingdon Commons next to the Abingdon Farmers Market and Abingdon Visitor Center. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, Appalachian to the core. And we're back. Coach, defensively, as another uh, outstanding performance by your defense, uh, they allowed two scores. Both of those were on short fields after turn- turnovers from your special teams, and, and they hit a couple of long passes on you. But, boy, they continue to score points, and they continue to intercept the ball. Uh, and talk about this defense. I mean, the, I thought they – all phase of the four up front guys kept pressure on Hart all day long. The linebackers 
17 tackles combined. They were all – and your second secondary, four more interceptions. So yeah, we, pick we, your we, – We play fast, and it, it's good because, uh, I mean, I, I, I think we've, we've – you know, and we're, and we're still young, which is a positive. You know, we've got just about everybody coming back. We lose two off that defense. And, uh, you know, Coach Buzzo's done a good job with those guys, and uh, I think they understand the system now, and we've, we've got a plan each week. And, um, you know, the secondary has really been the difference. Mm. And, and the deep, our defensive line is good. And then Caleb Lundy at linebacker is, uh, has been special. So, I mean, it's, it's a – I think we've got a great – uh, group right now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know if you play good defense, you're in every game. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I I feel like that's where we are right now. I think we can play really good defense. Now we're going to play better offenses as we move in yes, to, uh, to this league, and we're going to play better defenses too. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, oh the competition's going to yeah, get much stiffer. No, yeah. no doubt. Now I thought Bluefield was a little better on both sides than we we thought they were going to mm. be, and um, you know, there's a reason they had won the first game like they did. But uh, anyway, we. I, Defensively, up to this point, it's uh, we've been pretty special. I think we've scored five touchdowns, four, four or five touchdowns. You've had four four defense touchdowns and one special team. Yeah, that's right. So, so you it's have five, five touchdowns that uh, that the offense hadn't had to score. So uh, you know, I I don't think you can plan on that every week. I, I you know I want to walk into the defensive staff room and say, hey, can y'all score two this week? But <laughs> I don't think it works that way. So uh, we'll we'll continue to play fast and play hard. Well, let's talk about your uh, front forward: Rasheed Ellis, Andre Crawley, Chad Pouncey, and Josiah Graham, and and your backups there. They kept pressure on that quarter. I mean, he never really got to set his feet. The one thing I noticed, though, and I want to ask you, they would be bearing down on him, and he would just flip the ball out of bounds, and there was no no grounding. There's several times he threw it, and there's nobody there but us. Is, what is the uh, – if yeah. you're chased out of the pocket, can you well, just drop Well, it? no, no. He's got to throw it past the line of scrimmage, and he right. didn't. And, there, you know, there were some calls there that were questionable. and uh, But I thought we pressured him. And, you know, on, on the defensive line, you end up playing, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. guys, probably ten. 10 a game, and so that's the one position where you play the most. Now, our starting four, I wouldn't trade them for, for anybody. Because oh, Andre Crawley was – Andre is uh, – I you know, I think he's as good as there is in this league. Him and number 98 for Newberry <laughs> are the best two in this league. And I don't like uh, our offense trying to block Andre in practice – and I don't know if I like us blocking 98 in the game Saturday. Oh, boy. We'll find out. So, uh, But he's really good. And um, Andre's brought a lot of leadership as a transfer. Uh, you know, he started at Wagner, which is a 1AA program. And uh, he, he's been a great addition to our defensive line. Oh, boy. They they really played hard. And you also, I mean, you got good performances out of uh, Ian. Is it Ian Ray? 
from Patrick good Henry old Patrick from Henry your, where yeah, he went to school. That's right. Let me tell you what. The last two weeks, he has been so impressive. He's, uh, you know, we give player of the game and guys that grade out, and he's been the guy that's graded out and uh, hmm. and point pr- production and uh, really happy for Ian because, you know, he and he's, his body looks different and uh, he is he is a good football player, and you know what we we need to get anybody in in Southwest Virginia that we think can help us. Because that's that's better for our program. Yeah, and you know, oh, years absolutely. ago they, you know, they made a living off of Southwest Virginia, and we want to get the best players in Southwest Virginia, and he's been a good one. And uh, any relation to David Ray? I hope not. Um, but, yeah. uh, no, I don't think so. But uh. <laughs> I had to get that one in there. Well, the secondary, we were pretty good last year, and we had some, and we lost. I don't think we lost one, but we've got two new people. I guess Sean Collins and and Jacob Robinson were not starters last year, right? What, what do you attribute uh, to the success they're having back there? Because they have eight picks, three touchdowns, but they really there's not the yards after the catch are pretty low. I mean, they they're there when they when they make very the good. And and you know, Jacob played as a true freshman, and we knew he was going to be a good player. Actually, his uncle coached with me in uh, oh. Newport News, and he's uh, he's a basketball coach in Virginia Beach. It's probably one of the big stars in the state of Virginia as a basketball coach. And uh, great family lines, and he played at JMU, and so it's a great get for us. And then, uh, but we've made a Sean. Sean uh, is is special at corner. T.J. Payne is now a senior that knows how to play the position. Oh boy! And I mean, he was player of the game and. He's going to be a captain this week, and that's how we do our captains Mm -hmm. uh, based on performance and older guys. And um, yeah, you know he's he's been special, and uh, can move into safety. Uh, Oh, Kendrick can, yeah. He's he's made some plays at safety, and J. Rob, uh, you know, has made some plays too, and. Of course, you've got to mix in nicely back there. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't leave him out because he's, you know, he's player of the game last week, and uh, he makes plays all over the field. We can run back there, and uh, and we're, well, yeah, we're it's like throwing good. it to a running back. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, there's times there's space in between. And our closing time is what's so good. What? And, you know, they're diving for balls on the field. And, you know, their their effort is what excites me more than anything. Because, you know, a ball will be tipped and you got two guys diving for that, the ball. Yeah. And you don't see that everywhere. No, you don't. Kendrick can broke on – I mean, he broke on a ball down their sideline, came over the top, made a, a, a almost – intercepted it couldn't quite hold but i mean he came over the top of that kid never touched him and and took the ball batted it away no question and it looked like it was going to be a completion but those guys are just they're they're, They're playing fast they're playing hard they're playing with passion i talked with joe's games i talked to joe matthews we were looking i was looking at the national stats and evidently since we're provisional 
he said we can't be in those stats. But if we were not provisional, we would be leading the nation in uh, interceptions, and we'd also be leading the nation in uh, defensive touchdowns. Um, that well, that's how good that defense is. Well, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about special teams. Uh, there were some bright spots there, and then there were some not so good times there. Cam Peoples continues to amaze with his kickoff returns and and his punt returns. He he averaged almost thirty yards per kickoff, and he averaged thirty six and a half yards per punt. I mean, that is a weapon, and he and he leads the sack in that. Oh, category. he's he's special guy, and. Uh, you know, he's got a little issue right now with an injury, and I think he'll be back this week, but uh, we're concerned about that. But he's he's a special guy. We knew he was special when we got him, mm-hmm. and we only got him because he's five foot nothing. <laughs> so, but I'm glad he's here. And, um, you know, he's he is uh, dynamic on both sides of the ball. You know, that's why we put in little – plays for him to get mm-hmm. the ball we want him to get 12 to 15 touches a game wow. we put him in the backfield a little bit and you know throw the bubbles out there to him and that's that's what we do well Cade Sullivan uh, blocked the punt turned, returned it for 20 27 yards Cade uh, boy he, he just picked that thing up like like a pro went right on them there's nobody Around we decided Mitchell wanted to go after it. Mitchell's got a good uh, feel for when we need to go after it, and you know you're always worried about a roughing the punter and when you got momentum. And but at that time we needed to go after it, and uh, and we did, and pressured him. You know, and uh, the the snapper we had timed and uh, was not very fast and so we knew from his film uh, the snap time was was mm. slow and he was a little bit erratic not only slow but he was all over the place well that that was a big score for for you because it uh, put made score 30 to 14 at the time and and Pretty much closed the door. Trace Butcher, three for five, hit a 39-yard field goal. He was a special teams player of the week for the sack. Uh, yeah, I hate that he missed the last two. And uh, Well, one of them is, was that last one. One of the second, first one he missed, it looked like they had well, a discussion down there. Yeah, some, well, you can't see it on film, so, you know, we wouldn't know. But it doesn't need to be that close anyway. No, and, no, no. Uh, you know, Trace is uh, – I love Trace, and he's a really good kicker, but uh, needs to be a little more consistent, and uh, I think he will be. And then, you know, the guy that I thought should have won the thing is Ethan Muncy. Uh, I mean, uh, I've never seen a flip the field like 81 yards. And, I mean, Ethan's been special. And uh, now we had one blocked, and that yeah. was uh, a, a, a protection issue for us that we need to fix. But uh, Ethan's, good gosh. I mean, I don't know what he averaged for the game. He averaged uh, 41.4 yards on five punts. and uh, Only 41? I, well, there's some – and I, Joe – 
Matthew said there's some things about the stats going to have to be correct because I saw 46 somewhere, and then I saw 41. And on the SAC website, they've got him listed at 41. So I don't, I'm don't. i not sure what the – Yeah, I don't think that's it, right. If it is 46, he leads the sack. Otherwise, he's second right now in, in punting average well, to someone. I, I, I mean, uh, when you hit 181 and you didn't hit a bad one, he, uh, yeah, I don't get that. He was standing at five yards inside the end zone, and it went to the t- nine or ten yard. I mean, I've never seen one that far. It's 95 yards. Me either. <laughs> so you, I was glad to see it. Right, and I've been coaching were. a long time. Well, Coach, it was a great game, a great win. It was unusual with the delays. Uh, It looked like we were going to come out of the blocks and put another 50-something on on the blues, big blues. Um, But it's a win, and like I said, it's a great teaching uh, tool also. I want to switch gears because we're we're running close down to our time here. But this is a big game. I mean – we lost in double overtime to the Newberry Wolves, who were the sack champions, eventual sack champions. It was a great game here. Uh, we very easily could have won that. Trace missed that field goal and uh, nothing on Trace. But we gave them everything they wanted, and they were lucky to get out of here. So this is going to be a good game down in South Carolina Saturday night. I hope so. I think it will be. I feel good about our team coming down there. And, um, you know, we're, we're playing good right now. And, uh, you know, they, they, they're, they've got a great football team. They've got a lot of guys back on yes. both sides of the ball. And um, it's, it's exciting. I told our guys, I said, this is why you came to Emory. You know, we're playing – I think they've won it three out of the last four. Or, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they've been so, very consistent So, so they've, they've, won, they've won the championship. And we played them down to the wire a year ago. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to show this league, we, hey, we came here to compete, not to be whatever they picked us at, you know, 11th last year. And they picked us ninth this year. Ninth this year, yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't think uh, – I, I hope we're a little better than that. Well, I don't think head coach Todd Knight at Newberry thinks we're a nine, number nine team. I mean, he was very complimentary last year about the team. He runs a, a really class program there. Their big calling card is their defense. So we're going to see two great defenses square off here. No question. I don't think there's any doubt. I, I've got a lot of respect for Coach Knight. He's uh, he's as good as there is in this league. He's done mm-hmm. it the right way. I think he was at uh, maybe a school that I played when uh, I was at JMU or something like that. But uh, he's a, he's a good guy, and I respect him. He's been good to to Emory, and. Um, He's got a good football team, and I think we've got a good football team. Well, you know, he he shares a similar uh, uh, belief that you do because you look at their lineup, and it is South Carolina heavy. I mean, it's almost all South Carolina, and he has you have that philosophy about Virginia. That's where you want to. That's what you want to control and own, right? That's who I am. That's where I'm from. Okay, and that's that's what I what will be. As long as I'm here, but we can go out and get a guy from yes. here, a guy from there. But uh, the places I've been, JMU and Virginia Tech, we lived off Virginia guys. Mm-hmm. And we can, I know we're extreme Southwest Virginia, 
but we can live with the Virginia guys. Well, one last question. This is a 7 o'clock kick. How how will you adjust to that? Because we typically play at 1 o'clock. So that's, it's a 6 o'clock kick. It's a Thank 6. Thank you. Okay, great. Yeah, and that's a little better. Mm-hmm. Barely. Because mm-hmm. our hotel rooms we have to get out of. And there's a bunch of things that people don't realize we have to do to to make it a 6 o'clock kick. But uh we we're we're gonna feed them good. We're gonna we're gonna uh, on Friday night. We're gonna feed them good on Saturday morning. We're gonna feed them good on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. They're gonna come back fat with a a win. I hope. Well, I may ride the bus down there with. <laughs> yeah, well, you can because you can eat the whole time. <laughs> well, I hope we have our fan base continues to support us, and uh, you know it's it's going to be a really. I'm I'm looking so forward to this game, and I know that I know you guys are, and and it should be a real test for our program here. No question. I, I mean, I like where we're at, and I I like we're playing probably the you know the I mean they they won it last year, so yeah. let's see where we're at. Well, Coach, that's going to do it for us uh, today. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, thanks for coming over and making the show possible. And I'd also like to thank our board operator, Anthony Smith, Jr. And I'd also like to thank our listeners for listening. Uh, you can join Josh Floyd and I at 1230, or ex- 530, excuse me, and from Newberry, South Carolina this coming Saturday. And hope you can make the trip. If not, we'll be glad to bring you all the action. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, so long.